what? What the hell? That is that is perverse. Well, it catches I, up to you slow. Well, a lot of things good, catch up to you slow. Dennis. Good job, good job. Not a not a guffaw, but a sudden funny realization. Indeed, indeed. That look sometimes guffaws are uh, are not called for. You know, right? Well, that's right. I think I think we better get this show started here, Mister Guffaw Mr. here, Mr. Guffaw there, everywhere, everywhere, Guffaw. That's one of those words that when you uh, sound like old McDonald's, look at it, you you say that can't be right. Yeah, Guffaw. That can't be right. Yeah. Well, let's let's stop saying it then. What? <laughs> Dennis, my man, look, we're we're, we're back we're back together. We're we're back together. Just ladies and gentlemen, he's being perverse tonight, so be ready. If you understand him as little as I do, we're all in trouble. Yes. Go ahead. Look, Take it away, Eric. It's either perverse or perprose, right? It's it's perverse. Right. It's perverse. I think you've been drinking a lot at, at your uh El Familia. What say? How do we say? How would? What would you call your father's place in 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 your hometown? La, la Casa de la Familia. Oh, La Casa de la Familia. Yes. It sounds like spaghetti at the end of it. Familia. Hey, that's another one of our. What sound? Spaghetti. No, you, there's no way you're gonna do this. Spaghetti. Nope. Is there's no way a spaghetti is an onomatopoeia? That's kind That's of Hannibal kind of... Lecter. Yes, I remember cooking his brains in some fine Chianti. Okay, focus, my man. Why? Welcome. Why? Because. Why? This is the Why? part where we say hello to each other. Why? You know, we've been, everybody knows and, we talk before the show starts. <laughs> they don't believe that when we say hello, it's when we're oh, hey, man. Hey. I wondered if you'd be home. <laughs> what are you doing, man? I we, just, should, we should do some shows where we, we, uh, we decide in advance of the show that each of us are going to play a character. Uh-huh. Then the next show... We do the entire show in those characters. Huh. The whole show. I and see I, where it goes. I'm not an actor, but like what sort of character? An actor. You're acting you're asking me to act. Do no, a thing I'm, in the no, character. You're thinking about it wrong. I'm I'm asking you to find that part of yourself. That you want to be a that you want to, to, to expound into a character. It's your creation. It's isn't not that acting. Called, isn't that so let's acting? say let's say that one of your one of your things is you're an arsonist, which we know you are. We both know you are. Fire. And uh, and and so that uh, you know that comes into play. All right. Well, let's light this baby up. What? <laughs> what? What have you been up to, Dennis? I oh, you know, it's been a it's been a week of of professional and personal volunteerism 
uh, where the stuff that I'm wanting to get paid for is such is so little fun. It's no fun at all. It's painful. And, and I've repeated again and again, I, 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 I need the money. That sounds like work. It, that's here, the definition work. of work. work. Yes. I, so that's no, not, that's not true. Not fun. You don't say that about we work. Get paid. You don't say that about work. You enjoy your job. You don't, you don't, you don't like, oh, God, I got to go to work today. You get up, you go to work, enjoy yourself. That's true. There are sometimes tasks. Well, that well, well, I would well, not well nothing's do. perfect, but it's right. not like if I were to say you're happy in your job, you'd say no. You'd say, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. All, you know, all things considered, it is work. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's always the, the fallback. True, well, after true. all, is work. Right. I mean, but some people love their work more than what you or I do, apparently. I, but the volunteerism I I've been doing is around music and events and stuff like that and i'm it's just so joyful it's so much fun and it's productive and people are collaborating and it's it's there's no there's no money involved volunteerism is a word that seems weird <laughs> volunteerism yes volunteerism not ventriloquism that's different are you are you a volu- volunteerist yeah yeah, I was the MC at the uh, at the uh, the big uh, event downtown last week. That the name of it was uh, Food Truck Festival uh, covers covers night, and two bands that do nothing but covers, including <laughs> the first one was a bar band that you could do country and you know folkish and do some rock and do some stuff and a lot of stuff that you remember listening to in the past 10 years and a great female singer accomplished musicians fun 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 but the next guys got up and they were like headbangers and their name was rock r x included a a a, a, a bass player or a guitar player i should say dressed wild and bouncing up and down the stage and singing all these songs of, of, of your generation, you know, uh, nine inch nails and, you know, just all sorts of crazy shit. And, you know, Kurt Cobain, just crazy on this stuff with a woman singer and a guy singer who could sing high octaves, not the bouncing six foot four fucking guitar player, not him, but this other little guy, Spanish dude, real long black flowing hair that he would do the, you know, the head banger, head shaking. And they brought up this female singer who doesn't always play with the band. And she struts out on high heeled sneakers with soles that are about 10 inches high. Damn. All the bottom of the sole, real big, and they're flashing on and off. She gets a hold of this microphone and she starts screaming, Kurt Cobain, like, like, I th- with in harmony with this guy, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. It was so different, you know, because I'm blues, 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 blues. Boring. <laughs> blues can be boring. It is repetitive, but enjoyable. The blues. And I'm I'm gonna get past the thing of a blues band opening for a blues band. Why do that? Why do huh. that? Now we're we're doing a, a funky. A funk band that's more it's blues but it's funky blues so it's so close enough to be different right 
you know, are different enough to be close enough to not the blues, but they're funky and they're fucking good. Real good. And then Johnny Bergen, my guitar buddy. Yep. Who's doing a tour in Japan coming up. So you sent me a tape of him interviewing this Indian guy. What did you learn from that? I have forgotten. <laughs> that was months ago. All the most important things you ever know knew you've forgotten. I've forgotten more things than there are. You've forgotten more Definitely. things than you'll ever know. It's true. Huh? So true. Whoa. Like We can what? put that on a t-shirt. Say it again. I forgot already. Oh, you did. <laughs> That's why I got to put it on a t-shirt. I've forgotten more things than, than I'll ever know. I've forgotten more things than I'll ever know. I mean... Isn't and the that... word forgotten has got to be real big in the middle. Gothic style. Right. So that's what they say in all the other words, like lightning above it and beyond it. Here we are with our t-shirt ideas again. Hey, look, how much did we bring in the last couple? I mean... We, we... had some good ideas. We... We, had, we had some good... I bet you if we went back and listened to those ideas, we'd think, now, you know what? You could make money doing it. I mean, considering that we didn't actually uh, make any of them, we sold out immediately. Bingo. That's the secret to success. So, right? I mean, under promise, over deliver. They're, 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 su they're, such, they're in such demand. They're so hard to get, a, to get one. Impossible. <laughs> Our T-shirts, that's the model. Our T-shirts are so hard to get. It's about impossible. Yes. They'd line up. Right. Exactly. Well, you've got to be good at things. It's just a waiting list. Right. The The demand is, uh, look, if you divide the demand by the supply, it's pretty much infinite demand. Yeah. Right? Yes. Because well, if there I aren't any. I went and bought a new harp today, a new uh, a new harp mic. Yes. I took, I took my amp my cord and my uh, three microphones to uh, the only guy who fixes amplifiers between here and Grand Rapids, 25 minutes north. Because I'm at my house checking my equipment because I'm actually playing a, a gig tonight, like a like a gig with a dude who lost his harmonica player to illness. So I'm doing a, I don't know, two hour show. Wow. Um, but uh, anyway, I'm going to get my shit checked out and I'm in my office. I got my amplifier plugged in. It appears to be on. I stick the mic jack yeah. into it. I put my mic on and nothing happens. It seems like the, the machine looks on, but are the tubes all burning as brightly as they should? Or, I mean, is there some problem here? Or is it the cord? Or is it the mic. I took the mic off, put my second mic on, nothing. Took the second mic off, put my third mic on, nothing. I said, well, fuck. It's huh. my fucking amp. Huh. What the or the cord. Or the cord. True. Or the cord. And so I call, I call, I don't know, I take it up there. And uh, come to find out, this guy puts in the plug and two of the three microphones work. So and we deduce of course that it's the mic that's my mic. It's my blues blaster, <laughs> which I must have dropped. And I don't 
I don't. I almost kind of remember dropping it, but you drop them and they could be busted for good as this one is. But I bought. I ordered a new one today. It's back order, and the guy said, "Of course, there's this one and this one, and they sell them now with a." The mic is smaller and it fits in the palm of your hand much tighter, and the adjustment knob is outside of your hand, huh. and you're just 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 like this one. You're adjusting it with your left hand, you know, or you switch, but it just looked different enough for me that it plays mouth covered. I didn't want to, I didn't want to get something that that, and, and maybe it's a great improvement. It was cheaper than what I bought, which I think means something. Don't you? It either means that prices have gone down or it's not as good. Uh, yeah, well, nobody's going down in price. That ain't happening anywhere. Fucking harmonicas are 60 bucks. The wow. high, of most I ever paid was 37 That was two years ago. That means the, the best ones are twice as much now as they were two years ago. Fucking Bidenomics. Yeah. I Got wish we had a better president. He's not president. He's not. He's not. He's not president. They they stole that election, I think. Well, yeah. Oh God. Oh God. Good old. So it's been a it's been a it's been a, a, a productive week. I got my sandbox done. I reclaimed a sandbox. A dude threw out that had folding slatted uh, chairs benches on it that yep. open up. I got that finished. Uh. Let's see. Has Ten been, pound, have you five, built a sand castle in it yet? 500 pounds of sand. What's that? Have you built a, a castle in it yet? No, no, no. I, I wasn't uh, prone to put water in it. Huh. So you got to have water and sand for a castle. I just I put it in and, it, and it's all it's all stained and varnished and the sand is impeccable. And I thought, you know what? That's a work of art. But are you going to let kids play in it? No. No, no, it's it's for looks. Cool, cool. It's for looks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I put a tarp over the top of the plant on top of the tarp. It, <laughs> That's good. I get some stones from the driveway. They can play with those. <laughs> Do you have like an old hammer or something that's no good anymore that they can... Uh, you know... I'll do, I'll do I'll give them that in the hose so they can clean them off because they're all mucky and muddy. Yeah. So what, do fact, do, it's, I, what do you I, do? I can get those hand? kids to clean stuff for me. What's that? Yeah, if you could make cleaning fun. Oh, you could. Uh, hey, you could, hey, watch this. Oh, see, it was wet. Now it's dry. Oh man, that's can cool. You do that? Oh, can I? No, you're too little. Oh, please, oh please, no. Uh uh-uh. uh no, we maybe we should talk. To, oh no, just all right. Here you go. Walk away. <laughs> hour later. Oh man, it's all clean. I love this. Little dupes. Yeah. Strange little, strange little. You know, back in the in the ages and what was the Victorian age where they considered children as miniature adults. Yeah. <laughs> right and and the pictures a miniature adult dressed like just act like mom and dad I mean, they, they fit up and down the chimney to to clean <laughs> right <laughs> so oh, it, it's oh. Useful. children nowadays children are not useful for anything 
really. Oh no, I don't know what's happened. I don't just, know what's happened. I they just consume, I know I know the statistics you know. are people are living with their parents until nigh into their uh, late thirties, even early forties. You know, you know. Yeah. You know. You know. I it's if you don't have to pay for rent or groceries, everything's just spending money. I mean, you know, mow the lawn. Whatever. Yeah. But it's it we're we're getting ready for this uh we're getting ready for this uh blues jam where Johnny Berger and I've talked to you so many times about finally got him booked here and uh, we're putting out we're putting out the word. And uh uh and it's a blast doing the graphics with this dude, you know, who's got some of your skills, right? And and uh oh shit, I called him today. I said I need a handout. I'm doing a gig. I got to be there at six thirty. It's one o'clock. I know you did a you did a mock playbill, big eleven by seventeen. He did that last night. He did a he did a uh, 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 last night. He also did a, a Facebook ad, and he sent them to me this morning. I went, what the fuck? You already did them. We just talked about it at dinner time. But he stays up. He doesn't sure. get out of bed till one. And I said, I don't know about that stuff, but I'm going to this gig. I need I need a handout. Boom, boom, boom. It was so swift. Look at you. Sent it to me. I approved it. Took took my phone in, coded it to the copy machine, made 20 color copies of this fucking miniature poster uh, that tells all about the bands and pictures of them and the food, delicious looking ribs and shit. And the guitar. Bah, bah. Ribs and shit. Hey, did, and, anything ever, uh, did anything ever come of that uh, photoshopping I did of a uh, sax player? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you sent me. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 so I took the, I shopped it to you, and then I sent it to the sax player and his, his wife and copied my wife, of course, it was her picture. And, uh, and in the note, I, I wrote to them, Pick by Nick, adaptation by Eric, you know, and uh, sent it to him and the beach one. Yes. And uh, then after that, I, uh, you know, when they answered back, what they wrote back was like, I'm going to North Carolina, man. You know, I'll send you one, you know, that's real from the beach, man. Cool. Nice. And uh, (laughs) my wife says, my wife says, what did you do to my picture? (laughs) I said, what? She said, well, it's my picture. I said, oh, no. You sent it to Tony. And you sent it to me. When you send it to somebody, they receive it. It's theirs. You don't have a hold on it. You don't have a copyright. You don't have a license. There's no contract. There's no quid pro quo. That was mine. As soon as you sent it out. If you don't believe me, we'll call Eric. Well, it's not technically true. The whole copyright thing is is that whoever takes the image, whoever creates the first copy of it, uh, owns it. Oh, but, shit, don't, don't tell her that. But, so do you remember that there was, a, <clears throat> there was a court case several years ago where this uh, photographer left his camera out in the jungle and this baboon came up and took some selfies? Uh-huh. And they... And they got published, and 
they, there was some question as to the ownership of the photos because the shutter button was pressed by the baboon, not by the owner of the camera. Uh, so does the baboon own those photos? And All we would have to they, do is sign it and say, should he get royalties? Camera by, well, the other thing just set up a fund for the poor guy, for the yeah. ape. But it was it was a. I'll see if I find if I can find uh, some news articles about. Well, this. it's interesting. Well, yeah, and I would imagine. I think. Well, they, I know that the only this is the rule about copyright. <clears throat> it's copyrighted if somebody says it is. That's all it takes. Well, but there's there's a there's a sense of automatic copywriting without having to actually say it. It's um, yeah. It's I've I've researched it uh, before, and I just figured that. The best thing to do if you want something copyrighted, even though you don't have to do this, is you put in the bottom copyright. You know, and and people know. Yeah, I mean, although those can be like watermarks can be removed, and anyway, uh, I think that I think the judge came down and ruled that uh, non-humans cannot own intellectual property. Huh. Well, it is. we'll see how long that ruling lasts. A little speciesist, if you I ask tell me. you, they're going to give rights to animals, and then they're going to give rights to plants. They're going to start with trees. Trees are going to have rights. They're the oldest living thing on the planet. The oldest living thing on the planet. They are, in fact, the largest living thing on the planet. They will have rights. Uh, yeah, I mean... Trees, trees are good. I like trees. <laughs> That's what Overstory is about. The Pulitzer winning. Yes, novel. I I need to I need to read that. The, we it, have a copy. It, 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 I've told you, and I've said this before, that it it's changed it's changed the way I think about things. I, and I've done a, a lot of books that do that. <clears throat> I'm aware of some of the research. I've I've read a book by like a scientist that studies. The interconnectedness of of uh, of trees and forests and stuff, and so bugs and, I'm, and I'm, mold. I'm and... really aware of of what this what the science says, and just how crazy the um, how it's all tied together with fungus and like yes, the fungus yes. is the is the the. Uh, the nervous system of the forest and how it's, it, 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 to that point exactly an image that uh, it came to mind just as we began talking about it so you're describing the image i had in my head which is a rotted tree and a black beetle scurrying in the rotted tree and as he does some of the fungus from the trees and the seeds from the tree fall on his back and he crawls out of the tree and into the woods and that is the only way that the seeds can get transplanted out of the log is on the back of these beetles. Don't fuck with the beetles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ringo. Yeah. Although, isn't that wild? Yes. That's it. Kill the Nature. beetle. Kill the migration of the seeds. And I think there may be something on the on the the beetles. Uh, 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 chemical uh, makeup that it adheres to them or it interacts with them. It's but it's absolutely essential. 
whatever the whatever the detail is. But um, and so did I say this to you? The, you're 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 in a you're in a forest or a, somewhere out in a field somewhere, and you see that there's trees that are really old, and they're all planted in a straight line, and and you wow look at i wonder who planted these or you know just perfectly straight line sure and the answer is twofold the most interesting of the two is that there used to be a fence there and all the birds ate the cherries and the shit from the tree and sat on the fence and then shit the seeds out all the way up that fence line and that's why it's perfectly straight the fence is long gone so it's it's it is due to human uh, action, but not intentional tree planting human action. No, well, it's identical to the first reason in in in, geo- in geometrics, and that the other thing is the tree falls down, and when it falls, it's because it's so big and so long and so tall and so straight. All the saplings that that come up, if it's a rooted tree, that yeah. propagates through the roots rather than you know. Uh, which a lot of them do, uh, shit grows out of all the dead trees. Those are straight. But only for the length of what the tree is. Yeah, that's right. Not for like a fence line. Right. You know, you know, and there's, there's in my old neighborhood, there are trees that it would take four people stretching as big as they could to get around the tree. Was in my neighbor's yard, but a lot of it was over my, uh, my, uh, my property, and wow. uh, yeah, the group tree hug. Yeah, yes, yes, big, 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 old, and there, that's th- those are in a straight line. There was another one across the street. There were some up the street, but they were all different kinds, but they were straight, and that's the difference between the bird shitting on the fence. And the tree falling down because a lot of the shit that ends up growing in the wood that's rotting in a short but straight line is shit from other trees. Not from this tree, because this tree's branches are away at the end of it. So all that rotted log, if it's an elm that fell or a, you know, oak that fell, then maples maples will spring forth. An oak shall spring forth maples. And oh, shall bring forth maples. Beautiful. So if a, I, I know that if a tree falls and no one's there to hear it, it doesn't make it sound. But if a bird shits on a fence. And nobody smells it. And nobody smells it. Does it really stink? Does it? I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I think we've broken open a whole branch of philosophy here. Well, the old, the old our, let's call that our let's call that our first accomplishment in hundred. How many hundred eighty five of these inane episodes? Hey man, we are fast approaching to the two hundred mark. Really, that's just yes. nuts. That's uh, nuts. That's uh, <clears throat> related to the uh, e- the linked ecology stuff. Uh, have you heard this the story about um, about the wolves in I want to say Yosemite, where they they got they got hunted away, 
and then they reintroduce the wolves and uh and what and that by reintroducing the wolves they change the path of the rivers have you heard about this no so the uh when there weren't any wolves the uh the the prey animals the deer and whatnot that the uh that the wolves eat uh would congregate and eat uh eat all the grass and i'm getting this not exactly right but it uh it made for like strong river uh river banks and when they introduced the wolves again and there now there were fewer of these grazing animals and also the grazing animals uh had were had to be more more fearful they couldn't just sit in one spot and 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 eat uh it changed the way that the like it changed how it much changed the way the banks of the river grew therefore how changed. much faster was and then the yes. rivers changed course and yes and that's just how it goes all I the way. I thought you were going to say beavers. They were eating beavers. While the beavers were there and the beavers were building their dams and, you know, no wolves. Fuck those wolves. Beavers. The river are- was going one way. And then the, the, the came and ate the fucking beavers. And, the, and, 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 and all sorts of shit changed. Be- beavers definitely uh, fuck with rivers. Uh, they... I saw a documentary recently about about beavers, and holy crap, are they interesting? Just- and there are so many of them. There were so many of them. Of course, as it turns out, <laughs> that number could be eradicated. <laughs> that number could be eradicated. Uh, good lord, they, I mean, the pelts were worth so much. Oh my god, so much. That's what the uh, up in up around Mackinac Island. They said that. Uh, that's the pelt trade was where all the money was for a yeah. hundred years yeah. of just uh, selling. Yeah. Selling furs. Yeah. Well, so when it yeah, comes to, so it, when it comes to changing the course of a river, I always right. say, leave, leave it to beaver. <laughs> leave it to beaver. Right? That's good. Uh, <laughs> I've, have you seen beavers and beaver dams? I have. I, I can. I can. Not in person. Tales, but... I'm not, no. I've never... No. Well, not they're big. Day. They're big. And when they swim towards you, there's no mistaking them because the tail's big and you can see the tail. That isn't a gopher, you know, a water gopher, you know. And uh, boy, the shit they build, man. You know, 10, 12 feet high, all round as can be, round as can be. Entrances under the water, just you know, I could live there. I'd have to create a hole in the top to get in, but I'd live with them. I could live with them. Hey, that'd be I'd live with the beavers. That'd be a good Airbnb. Uh, Instead Air- of leave it to beaver, it'd be live with the beavers. Airbnb beaver. <laughs> That's the sponsor. That's exactly. the sponsor. Right so there. you could rent out the the beaver dam, and hey, hey, Airbnb beaver. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Yeah, they're uh, they got some beer out of teeth, man. I mean, the damage that they've done. I've been you know seeing trees that are 
12 inches thick, even thicker that have just been gnawed down and, and then, you know, pieces of them taken. And I assume they are dangerous. If they, they won't attack a human, I imagine. Although a beaver? if you got up in their, in their territory, if, you're, if you try to take their food or their children, they would attack your face. Yeah. Just like any animal. That's right. That's true. Don't fuck with their kids and don't fuck with their food. Those there's only two rules. Hey, that's basically, you know, most of the uh, of the Ten Commandments. Which number? Eleven. I mean, most most of well, no, most of them are all about no. I was thinking that's a pretty good uh, system of of moral moral code. Which. Don't, don't fuck with people's food or their children. Children, or or you really want to piss them off? Fuck with feeding their children. Yeah. yeah. What wouldn't you do? What wouldn't you do? What wouldn't you do to make sure your child was fed? What wouldn't you do? You know what the answer is? There's nothing I wouldn't do. No. Nothing. Wouldn't do. I mean, would you There's feed them? Nothing I wouldn't do. All options are on the table. You'd feed them your arm? Huh? Would you feed your children your arm? Here, kids. Well, I would have to be clear about why. That's where we would start. Uh-huh. It can't just be, well, we want to, like, make an ashtray out of it, you know, with your, your palm open, you know, and then we would, like, We'll put your elbow like growing out of a rock, you know, and uh, we'll uh, we'll paint it realistic. All right, put a fine. Candle on it. Have my arm. Yes. Yes. Oh, that. Oh, that. Yeah, we could sell it. We'd probably make I don't know, hundred eighty bucks, something like that. Wow! Wow, that's good. That's think that's good. entrepreneurial uh, limb harvesting. <laughs> if we if we had to put a name on it, hey, there's money in that, huh? There's money in that. How about how about a T-shirt that had a couple of arms, arm wrestling, and on the back it said, "We sell limbs." Yeah, yeah, that's good, huh? This this won't cost you an arm and leg. Just two arms. This, the the, huh, cost you an arm and a leg versus how much does an arm and a leg cost? Is it different? You could calculate it. Start at just ask your dad. He's probably had him replaced at least once. True. He's he's on like his seventh arm. So. Oh mercy! Oh mercy! So I I. I've been uh, enjoying having a local movie theater that I can go to. While yeah, I'm... what did you what did you go see? Did you go see the opening of Oppenheimer? I I did. I went oh. on opening night. It was wow. actually the, the day before the opening day for whatever reason, and uh, there were six other people in the hundred seated theater. Really? Yeah. Uh, it had the second biggest gross of yeah, 71 but in, million opening. But I'm in 
Podunk, North Carolina. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, so that's it, big city uh, shit. Yeah, right. I guess. Uh, and it was uh, it was long. Yeah. Uh, and uh, was it too long? It, it could have been shorter. We'll say. Huh. Interesting. But Christopher Nolan had sort of does that sometimes. Like, how I long think, was it? Three hours. Well, three hours. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that and, is long. A lot of it was, uh, which I didn't, I didn't expect. A lot of it was like congressional hearing, uh, factually based stuff. Yeah, where yeah, yeah, yeah. Pre- pre- presumably the actual script was like actually, uh, verbatim. yeah, verbatim. Uh, and, but it was it was it was good. the The physics was interesting, and the personalities around Los Alamos were were interesting and more or less uh, fit with what I knew about it historically. And uh, it's a good. I I uh, I recommend it. Uh, my my daughter sort of wanted to go and ended up not going, and I'm glad she didn't because because it was too much. All of the po- all of the politics. There's a lot of politics, and uh, and the the whole communism scare. Like it's pretty much as soon as as World War Two was over, immediately we were we were scared of the commies, and. Yeah. Uh, so that, but uh, that was that was good. I also saw uh, the new Indiana Jones movie. Oh and, yeah, and I had really low expectations of that because I was like, "Come on, dude, yeah. dude, eighty, what yeah. are we, what are we even doing, doing an action film with this octogenarian?" Uh, and I was very pleasantly surprised. I mean, I guess my low expectations sort of. Well, they they took him back and de-aged him for a good part of the opening, right? Exactly for the went you back to World War II. Somebody told me the story like this, and and I thought that was very smart. That yes. that nobody would have expected to see anything other but that this old scraggly man's face in the opening right. shot. And the. So that that was that was really good, and of course they they have so much footage of him at that age that uh, they have a lot yeah. to feed the computers. And yeah, it was it wasn't perfect. You could tell if you if no one told you, you if no one told you you might not notice, but if someone said, "Hey, do you think this is this is faked with a computer?" Uh, the answer is obviously yes, uh, but. And it was just good. It was an excellent representation of what an Indiana Jones movie is. Like the the fans should be very pleased because it was uh, there was a lot of the trope of he he has to solve a puzzle to get to a thing. He finally gets it, and it's so important. And he understands the meaning of this thing, and then the Nazis that are following after him come and take it from him. Like that, which is like happened in all the movies. And yeah, yeah. So, but uh, it was, it, I don't know, it was way better than expected. So, um, well, that's good. So the one you bypass was Barbie. Well, well hold on. Uh, let me stay with Indy, Indy for a moment. Uh, oh. So how, 
how uh what year do you think they went forward to when they went to modern in uh Harrison Ford today no 2023 no he was 2022 okay during the world war 2 he was oh. like 40 right okay <laughs> okay so it occurred to me while we were watching the the, the World War Two part of it, I was like, "Oh, nineteen eighty five. They're gonna ha- they're gonna bring him back to the eighties. Um, yeah, right. It was nineteen eighty three, eighty four. It was actually nineteen sixty nine. They brought him to. I guess they and, they pretended he was like only seventy or something. Oh, uh, well, something. that math doesn't add up. Yeah, it, it really doesn't. But. They uh 69, 79. Oh, I see. Ten years, right, 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 right. So yeah, well, it it could yeah, I mean what's the difference? If you were if you were fifty in in nineteen forty five, then in nineteen sixty five would he would have been sixty. Seventy. Forty five plus just plus Fifty to seventy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, so right. that works. Well, he he could. I mean, he could pass for seventy years old. Yeah, true. He's a he's he's a pretty good looking dude. Uh, and well, plus, he's fucking Harrison Ford. I mean, part yeah. of it is like, yeah, man, you you can get away with it. Yeah, there's that. Uh, <laughs> Who doesn't like Harrison Ford? You know, I mean, yeah, he he. This stuff got real schmaltzy and cheesier than. Than ever the, I don't know the stuff they tried to be dramatic on the original, the original couple were so much more creative in terms of the shit he had to deal with, you know the rolling big stone to through the yeah, cave yeah, yeah. and and the and the other stuff just got to be like, I don't know cliffs and shit that you see all the time, right? Like they ran out of clever shit, right? I mean, and it just yeah. got, you know, and, and so uh, before I get to Barbie, uh, you didn't go to see Barbie. I'm planning on going to see Barbie. Oh, I've heard a lot of really interesting things about the Barbie movie. My wife, who says that she's heard so much great and so much terrible. And uh, she said it's fascinating because they all have such it's such divergent opinions, for right. whatever reason, you know. Right. It's it's how you how you take it. Uh, yeah. So I th- so my my curiosity has peaked so much that uh, I think tomorrow I'm going to go with my wife and with my wife with my mother. Well, and so um, here's a story to to take uh, with you, which is why I want to see it. Um. What's his name? Ryan Gosling. I love him. Yeah. Yeah. I love him. I've seen all of his movies. I think he's extraordinarily talented. And I, I don't know that I've not seen all of his movies, including when he was quite young. And um, he tells a story where he was mailed the script and he thought it was really compelling. And when he walked outside in the backyard, having read the script, he found his child's Ken doll face down in the mud. <laughs> And he wrote his agent and he said, I'm going to take the job. Somebody has to stand up for the Kens. Nice. Nice. 
the nice. Yeah, I, I uh, apparently uh, there's so many levels to the movie that your your eight year old is going to understand it differently from your sixteen year old, from your twenty five year old, from your forty year old. Uh, I I think it's I I can't say yet, so we will leave that for for next time. I will give you my uh, my opinion. Maybe you can see it too, uh, but. Well, I haven't I've, I've, my top of the list is Oppenheimer, which um, I'd like to take my father-in-law to it. He's 93. He uh, sits and we watch uh, these uh, movies at that movies. day and age, and he names the places, the, the people. Right. He's 93, remembers every bit of it. Nice. You know, Clinton, you know the Russian to Earth to Moon, all those years, all that. All that history shouts it out. Shouts out the name. Cool. Andrei Gorgonov. That's right. <laughs> Sarkozy de Bolsha. That's right. <laughs> that's cool. Oh, that's cool. Lord. Uh, but I, I did see another movie that I also was curious to see in the, because I've never seen one in the theater before. Uh, the new Mission Impossible movie. Oh, yeah. Huh. And I would, that, I would see that there wasn't a one of them that I didn't didn't like. I like yeah, Tom Cruise. They're they're for what they are. They deliver. Uh, they are ridiculously far fetched action movies. That I mean, it's basically the American James Bond is what is what that that series is. Yeah, and. Uh, <clears throat> And Tom, boy, Tom, Tom still looks really good uh, in so, at some angles, and then there are other angles where it's like, whoa, whoa, you're, you are you you do look fifty when he's actually sixty two, right? Exactly. Oh, I don't know how old he is. No, he's 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 like that age. Yes, uh, and it was, yeah, it was good. It, uh, I was amused that. Uh, both Indiana Jones and Mission Impossible included a uh, a runaway train going through the Alps with people climbing on top of the train <laughs> and eventually getting to a bridge, which looked like the same bridge in both movies uh, that you know was destroyed or whatever, and and the and the train stops or whatever. But it, uh, it it's just funny that both would pick the exact same mm. yeah well right or did they i mean it was new footage though right what however much of it was in uh was was captured by a camera versus just generated by the computer oh, it, uh, oh right, right, right a lot of the oh gotcha right a lot of the chase nowadays you can do these chase scenes like with car chases yeah uh that are where the, the the angles and stuff and what you can do with cars um, where it's pretty clearly all done in the computer. Yeah. Uh, did I send you the, 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 how they made the car chase in the old man? Um, oh yes. Where it was watched, all in the computer. I watched that. And just I how it was not clear at all to me that there weren't actually cars in the desert. It, they used mirrors 
and multiple cameras and it was was like the people were in the studio for most of it well and it gives you it it gives you an insight as to what incredible actors are not to if you're in you would imagine if you're actually in a scene like that and acting that part would be a little easier than doing you know sitting in your bathroom (laughs) in the studio right and and conjuring that level of uh, yes. fear and danger and yes. stuff. But it, uh, so both the Indiana Jones and the Mission Impossible had some chase scenes that were so spectacular as to obviously, obviously be fake. Uh, I mean, fake uh, done in the computer, but still it's good. It's entertainment. It's what we're here yeah, for. Yeah, man. Well, yeah, I uh, I haven't been back to a theater uh, since before COVID. Wow. Um, and uh, it, it, lately it has more to do about anything else other than scheduling. Um, and plus two, I mean, there's such a treasure trove right here when I'm laying on my back. You know. True. Beer True at the ready. <laughs> Chips in the dish. <laughs> You know, but the new stuff when it comes out, yeah, sometimes it's exciting. I want to see it, and then as others have come out, and I say, yeah, I'll wait. And the and just to be able to participate in the online discussions of what of the new stuff, like yeah. if you wait six months until yeah, right, all, you'll I'm miss streaming, that. Well, then- in, in a movie like Oppenheimer, then I would I would say yeah, I think the the dialogue around what many call a perfectly, perfectly timed movie. Uh, which, when you hear that, it's like, holy shit, that's serious. Perfectly timed in what way? Uh, unknown, exactly. I don't, I'm not one of the people who said it, so I'm not sure why the people who've said it said it, but they have reportedly said it. I've read it in the press. Timed like people, to be released at this time of the year? At no, this no, 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 no. <laughs> This time in the life of the country. This time in the sense of history. Yes. The historical significance in today's unraveling of the the government. And uh, uh, dictators want to be run amok. Trump wanting to. You know, they've 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 found the plan of the people that have been working for Trump for him to use his executive authority to be in charge of hiring and firing what used, well, what by then will be called, they used to be civil servants and surrounding himself with nothing, nothing but people that drank the Kool-Aid. No, no, uh, no, nobody like, uh, you know, the, uh, the insurgent within the Trump administration that released the, uh, the uh, anonymous, uh, uh, editorial to the New York Times and yeah, said, yeah, yeah. you know, there are people who work here are making sure that he doesn't push the fucking button. That guy just published his second book. I'm trying to think of his name, but uh, yeah, fascinating. Fat, Ryan, uh, Ryan, um, Robert Williams, maybe. I don't know, but close enough for, for now. But whoa, did you hear that shit? Is that thunder? That's thunder, man. Wow, cool. That's thunder. That's the house shook. 
Sweet. And the and the timing between the uh, lightning and the thunder, you know, is how you tell yeah. whether it's coming closer or further. Of course, you know that. Um, and if that, I don't know, <laughs> I'm going to watch. But if that's coming this way, there's been a, a storm alert. You know, I've checked all my drains. I was out in the downpour with uh, with a rod that's about nine foot long. It isn't any much thicker than a magic marker. And I use it to poke through the mud in my drains that I built to, you know, loosen them up right. when the water, you know, pops on them. And you see them bubble and the one drain, <laughs> the one drain goes down. I, <laughs> I, it goes down eight feet. I dug it. It goes down eight feet. I had a I had a post hole digger that went down about five and a half feet, six feet. And in order to get it down eight feet, I dug a hole and climbed in the hole, yep. you know, and then, uh, well, actually I filled the hole with stone. So it all went down into this eight foot drain. I remember that. And, uh, when I, when I took the cover off to when I got home today, cause it had been, uh, uh, the stones had wedged the crevices where the water goes through. So I took it out and started banging it and put my rod in there. Almost lost my, my rod is six foot. I could have lost the rod in the hole, huh. you know, it was underwater because it was so deep. And uh, as I was watching it, it started to drain like a, a fucking drain in a bathtub. It started whirling. And I thought, good job, man. <laughs> I actually. It's going down so far. It's in the sand table that's beneath all the hard crust that holds up my garage. And, wow. you know. All the roots and stuff, it's under the roots. Under the roots. Well, not roots. Roots go down as deep as a tree is tall, so that's bullshit. Huh. Um, See, so. I actually did a little bit of work like that, too. Um, I never do yard work because I don't have a yard. But uh, here I had to get down in a in a muddy hole and uh, and shovel some silt out of a, out of a drain. Uh, yeah. Well, you gotta you gotta keep a drain clean, or it just won't flow freely. Any impediments will start to build up. You should put it on your calendar. Do it without without hesitation. Two times a year should about do it. You gotta clean your drains. A clogged drain, drain. Don't drain. Clean drain. Clean brain. You won't have to worry about a thing. Chain, 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 chain. Chain of fools, chain, 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 chain of fools for three long years. I... All right, I gotta go, bro. I got dinner to put out for the old man. All right. Okay, that does it for episode number one hundred and ninety. You can find the show notes at happyhour.fm slash 190. You can support the show at patreon.com slash happyhour. I will spoil the next show to tell you that I have already seen the Barbie movie and I have lots to say about it. So stick around. I will be back in Spain and see you next week.